About a year ago, I was reading a really wonderful biography, and it doesn't really matter who it was about, but what really matters is in this biography, they kept quoting a particular political theorist uh, philosopher named Isaiah Berlin who lived through most of the 20th century. And one of the quotes that Isaiah Berlin was quoted as giving has stuck with me ever since. I wrote it down and I've kept it in my email inbox and every once in a while I read it and I just sort of ponder it. So I want to read you that quote about the uh, subject of the biography. I want to kind of talk about it for a moment and then I want to take you on a journey through Ephesians and all the way into our reality as the church, capital C, the body of Christ. So here's Isaiah Berlin writing kind of right in the middle of the 20th century. He wrote, No strongly centralized political organization feels altogether happy with individuals who combine independence, a free imagination, and a formidable strength of character with stubborn faith and a single-minded, unchanging view of the public and private good. Now, I know that was a lot of words, so let me give it to you one more time so you can listen to kind of the cadence of the sentence. No strongly centralized political organization feels altogether happy with individuals who combine independence, a free imagination, and a formidable strength of character with stubborn faith and a single-minded, unchanging view of the public and private good. So what point is Berlin trying to make? Well, there are a few key phrases within, so I'll start at the beginning again. First of all, centralized. All political organizations tend towards centralization because, frankly, power tends to want to coalesce and become strongly uh, held by one or a few. And so centralized, then he says political, politics. The whole science of uh, power, rule, organization. So no strongly centralized political organization feels altogether happy with who? Individuals or an individual. And what sort do they not feel happy with? Well, those who are independent, who don't necessarily fall into uh, our ruts, our systems. People who are independent, he goes on, who have a free imagination. Boy, that's difficult for centralization. Those who can see outside of the system, who can imagine a whole other way of life and living. And what kind of individual are centralized political organizations most unhappy with? Those with a formidable strength of character who stand like pillars of strength and who hold a faith, something that is bigger and stronger than even the systems of men. And, did you catch the end? Who are single-minded and have an unchanging view of the public and private good. They hold something higher and better, and they are single-minded, almost monomaniacal. They are unchanging. They can't be changed. And all they can think about is good. Well, I thought this was a, an astute observation about every political system that has ever existed, and yet within a few days of first reading it and typing it out, I was reading in Ephesians 4. In Ephesians 4, Paul points to where this is all supposed to be going for the body. Listen. 
speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become, in every respect, the mature body of Him who is the head, that is Christ. So, the truth in love, the truth is love. And where is the truth who is love taking us? He is growing us to become in every respect. I love that wording. In every respect, the mature body of him. I I, I chuckle every time I read that. Because the idea that my little unimportant life, and not to hurt your feelings, but your little unimportant life, the fact that if we go about following the will of Jesus, who himself followed the will of the Father, that we actually become him together. You out there doing it at your job. Me doing it in my strange, funny little calling, speaking of him. When we all do it as he's calling us to do it, we're becoming him together. Isn't that an unbelievable bridling, a way to be sort of harnessed for his purposes that makes our life unbelievably interesting, exciting, and powerful? So as I often do, I've been staring at that Isaiah Berlin quote for almost a year. Just today, I sat and retyped it. I retyped it in the context of Ephesians 4. So I want to give it to you in that way. It's, again, going to be sort of wordy and convoluted. Then I want to explain myself, and then let's go live it. So here's Isaiah Berlin in the context of the body of Christ. A decentralized and yet centralized spiritual body of true believers is filled with joy when it follows an individual, that's a capital I, individual, who combines a complete salvation a wondrous imagination, and a formidable strength of character with the invitation to abide in himself in faith. This Jesus is single-minded in his unchanging, never-ending work toward the public and private good of all. Let me reread and then unpack for a moment. A decentralized and yet centralized spiritual body of true believers is filled with joy when it follows an individual who combines a complete salvation, a wondrous imagination, and a formidable strength of character with the invitation to abide in himself in faith. This Jesus is single-minded in his unchanging, never-ending work toward the public and private good of all. My friends, my actual brothers and sisters in him, I want to remind you, what we are doing is decentralized and yet centralized. It's as decentralized as your, again, little life. You are a a part of this whole amazing, nebulous, enigmatic, glorious thing that is the kingdom of heaven by yourself. Where you go, it goes, and yet... It is 100% centralized because we are his body. He's the head. And so again, it is a spiritual body. We know that where two or more are gathered, there he is. And yet where each of us goes, there he is too. And what does he bring to us, this capital I individual that is our Savior? Well, he brings us complete salvation. It is finished. You are free right now. And we get to be harnessed by his imagination, both for our lives and for the whole course of human history. 
And what does he have? What does he give us? Strength of character. He has changed us from within. He has made us totally new. And how does he do it? Well, by his daily, every morning, his mercies being new, invitation to abide in him, to be attached to him, to draw our life from him, to be actually filled with his very spirit. And what's he like? What's this Jesus like? Well, he is single-minded. He is only after the will of the Father in us. And he is always about his unchanging, never-ending work. And what is it? The good of all. Because never forget, he has died to set all free. We are the ones called to be ambassadors of a grace and mercy that literally sweeps over the face of the earth, generation after generation. This just happens to be the one into which we reach. So Isaiah Berlin, 70 years ago, was writing about this frustration that centralized systems of man have with individuals. Well, I want to remind you, the individual who is the crux of all human history is our great and only joy. And when we follow him day by day, our lives attain to meaning and we become his actual mature body. What a call for our lives on whatever day you happen to be listening to this. So, as I often say, let's go do it. Let's go follow the individual who is our head. Thanks for listening.